What gets me with your host, Jeremy Skaggs and Michael Storm. Welcome to another episode of What Gets Me. I'm your host, Jeremy Skaggs. This week, uh, my brother, nowhere's to be found. Don't know what he's doing. Haven't heard from him. So on the phone with me tonight, Jane Lucy. Hi. And me and Jane are going to do the show. And throughout the show, we're going to have little sprinklings of clips that we did for our upcoming podcast, He vs. She, Battle of the Sexes 2018. And that show will be premiering pretty soon, but I have some clips that we can kind of add into the show just so people can kind of get a taste of the He vs. She universe, the podcast that's going to happen, and hopefully people are going to like it. Um, Tonight's show, since uh, it was kind of a last-minute thing getting Jane on here with me, it's probably going to be kind of a quick show tonight. Uh, I know my brother had some things he wanted to talk about, but since he's nowhere to be found, we're just going to get on with the show and do what we do. So, I guess tonight we're going to start off with um, epic f- product fails through the years. Oh, goody. <laughs> the first one, 1957, the Ford Etzel, which they made till 1960. Ford put over $400 million into a car that they never really defined what they wanted the car to be. Uh, being too big... I've never even heard it. <laughs> yeah, they, they sucked. Being too big and too high priced was a huge turnoff to poten- potential buyers. And they were also push-button cars uh, where... For back in the 50s and 60s, uh, you pushed a button to drive, you pushed a button for reverse... And all that stuff, which goes into cars now, but back then it was a little too high tech for, I guess, the simple minds of the fifties and sixties. Well, I can imagine because I mean I was told stories by my uncle who, let's face it, was drunk most of the time. That would have confused him to <laughs> no end. Yeah, and uh, I believe there are actual. Etzel graveyards in different places where people just have a bunch of them sitting in fields rotting away. We definitely need to go find those because I have never seen one. I've never even heard of it. I'm sure we could find some around here probably. Uh, 1985, New Coke was supposed to taste more like Pepsi. It fared well in taste tests, but it failed on launch and was taken off shelves weeks later. Coke's old formula became the, became the new again, making it now Coca-Cola Classic. Mm. That's, uh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> well, this is all kinds of facts here. Staying with soft drinks, 1989 and 1992, Pepsi came out with it Pepsi AM and Crystal Pepsi. Pepsi tr- I remember Crystal Pepsi. Pepsi tried a morning soda in 1989 calling it Pepsi AM. It only lasted a year, which I know I don't even remember that one. I don't either. Then they tried again in 1992 with Crystal Pepsi, a clear cola. It lasted till 93, but it's back again at Dollar General and other retailers. I never really cared too much for it because let's face it, I just, I just 
didn't like the idea of a pep being clear because obviously that's not what we were used to. But it had a really weird aftertaste. It did, but then when Pepsi also brought it out, they didn't mention in here when that it started to go away, Pepsi turned it into a lemon-lime Pepsi. So pretty much it was a Pepsi Sprite. And they didn't mention that in here, but that's what happened to it right before it went off the markets. They did a lemon-lime flavor with it, and then it went away, and then by popular demand, it came back for a limited time, but it's actually still out there now, and it's still, it's Crystal Pepsi. It's it's Pepsi taste, again, just clear. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Another one they didn't mention here, which I don't have the dates or anything, was Pepsi Blue. Do you remember that, the Blue Raspberry Pepsi? I actually don't. Okay, it was in a blue bottle. It was blue and colored. It was Pepsi Blue. Um, and I guess that one actually did blow because, well, it, you know, it, it didn't, uh, didn't go anywhere. <laughs> that was so odd because, you know, Mountain Dew come out and they have different flavors and they have different colors. Yeah, Mountain Dew is so popular, though. Pretty much anything they throw in Mountain Dew, people like. And Pepsi, I mean, Mountain Dew is a Pepsi product. Mm-hmm. And the colors, the different, the different kinds of Mountain Dew is, like, I'm, I'm an absolute fan of Code Red. Yeah, I like Code Red. Yeah. Um, the other ones, not so much, but I do know a lot of people drink the other ones. Game I Fuel is good. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm actually drinking a Mountain Dew Ice, which is their lemon lime. Okay. And it's clear I- in color, too. Um, 1989, R.J. Reynolds made a smokeless cigarette. It was gone four months later, costing R.J. Reynolds $325 million. Wow. Smokeless cigarettes, how did that work out? (laughs) I mean, I don't believe I've ever heard of a smokeless cigarette. Yeah, and only lasting four months and costing a company $325 million. That was a huge flop. Good job, cigarette company. <laughs> 1996, McDonald's comes out with the Arch Deluxe, the sandwich for adults. This was around the same time that fast food tried going healthy. Taco Bell had a light menu. Imagine that. I worked for Taco Bell at that time when they had the light menu. I worked for McDonald's when they had the Arch Deluxe. Yeah, I, do you remember that, though? They were they were advertising it for the, the grown-up taste. Yes. Yes, yes, because there was, we were trained on how to, that they're not just, any regular lettuce will go on there, the leaf lettuce, and then the tomatoes, and then, yeah, we, when I worked at McDonald's, we really didn't sell a lot of them. And it had round bacon, did it not? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Oh my gosh, the round bacon was horrible. Yeah, it tasted weird, too. I tried the Arch Deluxe a couple different times when it was out because, well, at that time, I was 18 years old, and I wanted to be more grown up. (laughs) I mean, that was a mistake. I mean, first, we, you know, we all act like, oh, yeah, we're going to be an adult now, and just look at us now. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) We were sold a fairy tale, and got a nightmare oh yeah here's another nightmare 1998 frito-lay comes out with the wow chips made with olestra which all in all made you shit yourself 
those. You don't remember wild potato oh. chips? They, yeah, oh, the, the Olestra couldn't be absorbed in your system. The molecules were too big for you to digest, so it gave anal leakage. Well, you know, that would have saved a lot of doctors, you know, going to the doctor because if you're constipated, don't pay a doctor bill, just go buy a $2 bag of chips. That's right. <laughs> and finally, 2013, Facebook comes out with Facebook Home. It was a Facebook as your home screen for your phone. This dumb, this dumb idea lasted less than a month, and it originally cost it $99, and it dropped to $0.99. Cents. Thank you, Mark Zuckerfuck. <laughs> well, most people spend way too much time on Facebook anyway, and so I know I'm guilty of it. Like, first thing in the morning, pop it up, see, you know, see what my friends have been doing all night, and you're like, look, look, I know you're doing something shady. And so people stay on Facebook way too much as is anyway, but to have it Facebook home, that's just a horrible ideal. Now, I mean, Facebook is anymore, it's horrible, so. It's. <laughs> don't listen is the topic do they actually listen or do they zone out like like they listen to the important parts but then they don't have nothing to say no kind of opinion and they're like well this will just start a fight I'm not going to do this or do they seriously just zone out you talk to me Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Happy birthday! And now it's time for celebrity birthdays. And Jane, what you'll have to do is just try to guess their ages. And I got a really good feeling that you're going to be really good at this. Okay. Adam Sandler. 51. He is 51. Ding, dang, bada, bada, bing, bang. Michael Buble. Did you say 42? 43. 43? Oh, he's he's 42. 42. He's 42. You said 42? Yes. The first time. Okay. First time. Uh, okay. Here's one that's no longer with us. He died in 1980. Colonel Sanders. 128. Holy shit. How did you get that? Wow. I thought I ate a lot of his chicken. <laughs> no, I, I I would say I would choked on his bone a couple of times. Oh! <laughs> Day. But that would just sound horrible. Yeah, that would sound horrible. Hugh Grant. He likes women who choke on his bone. Mm. 47. 57. 57. Crap. Yeah, damn it. Should have Googled it. And we got one more if he was still alive. Otis Redding. 
77. <laughs> oh, and that was Celebrity Birthdays. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back. And now here's another clip from the He vs. She podcast. All right, welcome back to What Gets Me. Uh, Jane had to leave the show, had a little bit of an emergency, so I'm just going to finish this up tonight. Some what-the-fuck facts before we go tonight. Kind of a, a quicker show tonight. But uh, what-the-fuck fact number 9105. Albert Crombie and Fitch offered the cast of Jersey Shore a substantial payment to stop wearing their brand. <laughs> what-the-fuck fact number 9094. Kit Kats are made of Kit Kats. Every rejected Kit Kat is mashed into a paste to refill wafers of other Kit Kats. So you're basically eating rejected Kit Kats layered with other rejected Kit Kats that somehow made it through the process. And what the fuck fact number 8889. All warrant void if removed stickers are illegal in the U.S. since 1975. Well, that's going to be pretty much it for the show. Thanks to Jane Lucy for coming on tonight. Thanks for my brother leaving me high and dry with no word. Hopefully he'll be back next week. I think he's supposed to be coming live from Boston, Massachusetts at the Boston Pot Festival. So that should be fun. Anyways, everybody, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week.